0: okay welcome to talkie talk the podcast for the com. joining me today is TJ
1: yeah
0: Brent hello and Chris in body only and my name is David and today we're going to be talking about what we've been watching and then conclude with this week or maybe last week's film news in addition joke not acknowledged <laughs> what is
1: what was your joke in body only
0: oh. <laughs> I just zoomed past it I don't actually listen to you guys when I do that Initial part. It's just kind plan? of on automatic at this point? gonna say you don't listen to us when we podcast. <laughs> well, I don't listen to my podcast. So I have a we're special even. channel that's me only. <laughs> as long as I sound good, the podcast goes up. <laughs> um So yeah, we'll talk about what we've been watching. It's been two weeks since we had a, a watch list. We did an abbreviated pod last week, so maybe we've been watching a lot. You don't know, but you're gonna find <laughs> about out. About to find out. Does <coughs> anyone want to go first? Yeah. Someone does want to go first.
2: I'll I'll go first. I don't recall if I listed this the the last time we did, so I'm just going to skip it. Let's move on Um, to... Item number one. Let's move on to item number two. (laughs) We're long for time already, Brent. It's it's, it's been too long. Uh, It's (laughs) (laughs) been. Alright, I watched uh, three movies in two weeks. I watched uh, the 2001 film Antitrust. Antitrust...
0: (laughs) So, moving on to item number
2: three. <laughs> yeah, uh, that movie's not good. I would not recommend it for anyone.
0: I saw it in the theaters. I think I was saying on the Facebook group, and I can't remember why, mm-hmm. but it <laughs> happened. Oh, and it's of note because it's in Brent's magnum opus <laughs> article about uh, carrying uh, carrying the tune.
2: Yeah, carrying the tune? yeah. I just picked a title because I was tired of it. Yeah, so, I, I don't know. I'm fascinated by use of music in movies, especially across like many movies. And so, uh, I did on the, uh, on the website, I wrote an article about the, uh, every, uh, everyone that I could find every use of David Bowie's heroes in movies or TV. It's a great read. Thanks. Yeah. It was, it was fun to, uh, put together. Like, I didn't think I'd be watching a season four episode of Criminal Minds, <laughs> but I did. So you can check that article out at com slash fartpenis.
0: Yeah. <laughs> now we have to buy that. <laughs>
3: Great. Um, All
2: right. Oops, Dad. I forced our hand. <laughs> also, also watch this movie before that article, and because I'd always been sort of interested in it, uh, 2013 movie, Horns, oh. with Daniel Radcliffe. Cool. cool. I what read the uh,
0: book, but I never saw the movie. Oh. Joe, um,
2: Joe Hill. Is that the director?
0: Uh, he's the writer. He's Stephen King's son. It's his uh, book. Hmm. I don't know who directed the movie.
1: He's book. This is the book part, right? Isn't it like EP by Kevin Smith? Uh, I think that's the Oh, it's Tusk. One. Yeah. Tusk he directed,
2: yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Directed Tusk and Horns came out so near each other that I confused them a lot. Horns is some good, some not great about it. Uh, I, I don't know. I found it engaging and interesting. It's a really interesting concept for mm-hmm. a story but if you've read the book you probably don't need to see the movie because no. it's it's really just the plot that's kind of interesting and that's about it mm. and then uh, this was a rewatch but uh rewatch Raging Bull which I had not seen in in many years it was fantastic better than uh, the, it's one of those movies that I don't think I appreciated the first time I yeah, watched it yeah I was going to say I thought you were kind of lukewarm on that one mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I thought it was great it's great it, it's not it's not a great sports movie if you view it from that angle I don't think it's that good but it's uh it's a fantastic movie about mm-hmm. paranoia and jealousy. Because mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. is very insecure about everything with uh, his relationship. Yeah, and so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm.
0: You feel like skin crawl for, them, for some of that stuff.
2: The looks he gives her when she just like talks to other men. Mm-hmm. And it's the most innocent chit-chat. And you can just see him stewing just watching her. And it's so, it's so well shot and edited too. It's really impressive. Anyway, that's it for movies for me. Watched one TV show. I just kind of randomly picked it after readjusting Oracle's selection committee for uh, TV shows. <laughs> I didn't want to get bogged down in the A's, so I opened it up to other letters and, uh, oh. or I had Oracle randomly select a letter for me. <laughs> <laughs> so I picked Y. So I started the TV show. You're the worst. I love that show. That show is really good, and it's. Yeah. It's, it's a comedy. I don't know that it's that funny, but it's just something about that show that just really sucked me in. And mm-hmm. I could not stop watching it. Two mm-hmm. main really. performances are great. Mm-hmm.
0: Iacash and Chris Gear. Yeah. They're great assholes with just like a little bit of redemptive quality to yeah. them. But it does not shy away that they're horrible
2: people. Right. <laughs> Titular your, I guess. And, and the uh, <laughs> the friend, her friend, the uh, Lindsay... Yeah, <laughs> that that actress is really good too. Yeah, uh, I recommend that show. It's on Hulu. The first two seasons are on Hulu. I, I think they've they're getting ready for season four, so mm-hmm. I, I still haven't seen season three. But Never heard of it. it deals with some serious issues and it's very entertaining. I think the second
0: season, they do a really great arc on mental illness mm-hmm. and depression. Yeah. Really, you know, for a FX half-hour comedy, really treats it honestly and, oh, it's really good.
2: Yeah, it's, there's probably like 23, 24 episodes over the first two seasons if anybody wanted to catch up, because it's, it's, it's a quick watch.
3: Well, I did that. I was trying to find something to fill the void of, I finished my third watch through with my girlfriend, her first watch through The Office this week.
1: I didn't mm-hmm. realize it was your turn to talk about what you watched.
2: <laughs>
1: You're not going to say anything today <laughs> Probably not <dude. laughs> It's
3: fine <laughs> just
2: getting into now, now. <laughs> But uh,
3: I might pick it up with that
2: Yeah, it's a decent show for that too Because he, he, you can do other stuff while you watch the show Yeah yeah. Neato Yeah, I think that's it I haven't really played anything I just remembered Watched a movie last night What'd you watch? Split Uh, yeah That was really good Did you, you've seen it? Yes Have, have you guys no. seen it? No um, We're split on that <laughs> Yeah, did you like it? I loved it. Yeah, I thought it was great. I thought it was uh, a return to form for M. Night Shyamalan. And James McAvoy was fantastic. Yeah. McAvoy was good. He was, gonna he was clearly movie. having a lot of fun mm-hmm. in that movie. And it was fun to watch.
3: And it's no secret now I think, that it's a, it's a sequel to Unbreakable. Yeah,
2: and that's the, the best thing about it was that didn't really feel like a big twist to me. Like, it didn't change the story. It didn't change the plot that we had already seen. It's not like a twist that does that.
3: But it totally made sense in the unbreakable, you know, theory of superheroes are real, they're just not like we, how we picture superheroes yeah. and villains.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm just really, I was just really glad that he let the characters sort of develop naturally in that. Yes. Yeah. The, the story, it seemed, it didn't seem forced. No. Which, so many Shyamalan endings feel like a gotcha moment. And there was no gotcha moment in Split. And I really liked that. Yeah. The biggest twist of Split is there is no twist. <laughs> yeah, honestly, the, the, the credits started rolling, and I thought, is that it? Like, it, I'm, I'm I'm really happy with this movie, but is there going to be, like, another thing? Like, oh, it was her the whole time. Yeah. I was
1: kind of waiting on that. Yeah, like, M. Night Shyamalan peels back, like, the, you know, the velvet that they're running the credits on, and she goes like, gotcha! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it had a twist the same
3: way that, like, Lady in the Water or Unbreakable did it's not really a twist right. right
1: Unbreakable's twist was good it's the, you know, the, so the, the twist, twist it is like sense? it's, it's like, a logical twist yes. it's, like, it's like the audience knows that it's unbelievable but the twist is that like it's it's all real it's all happening right so the, I think people got hooked on I think The Village did him in. And I like The Village. I'm a big
0: fan. But I like it. I like the, it, too. I think the, the twist in The Village was so twisty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there's...
2: Well, there's the two. I can't
0: remember, but it's, there's nothing in the universe that would, let, that would lead to the finale. Is
2: that true? I believe that's correct. Yeah, I mean, I think
0: I called... That was the one in that movie
3: I called The Twist on, and it was only because I was looking. Yeah. You know, I was like, there's going to be a twist. What is it?
2: And it's not as fun when you're conditioned to just sit there and look for a twist.
3: But even like that horror movie he did, Previous Split wasn't super twisty. I mean, you knew something was... The Visit? Yeah.
2: Yeah. There's a... That's a twist. There's a twist, and I like a twist,
3: it. but I mean, I, I don't think you thought it, those were the grandparents the whole time. It wasn't
0: cheap. Yeah. And it's all that, that was a typical, like, that's a horror tech twist.
3: Yeah. You. Yeah. Or not, not as much, like... I mean, I guess The Village would probably be categorized as horror, but I, I would tend to put it more toward a thriller than horror.
2: Yeah. Anyway, I, I wanted to talk about Split, because it was good. I liked it. I'd recommend it. Yeah, it is really good.
3: It's, um... The flashback scenes were so well done and creepy.
2: Yeah, it was bothersome to watch those scenes. Yeah.
3: I watched one movie. I can go.
2: What is it?
3: It's tied for the worst movie I've seen that has come out in 2017. (laughs) Tied with The Great Wall. I saw the Power Rangers reboot. I've really said everything I have to say about Power Rangers. (laughs) 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 So, it it happened to your eyes
0: and ears and you're done. (laughs) I had so many follow-up questions.
1: I'm curious.
0: I have a question. Yeah. Do they do, like, a modern update of the theme? Yes. Okay. No further questions. How <laughs> <laughs> how is, is Brian Cranston in it? That was the only part I
3: kind of enjoyed, but I don't think it had much to do with Brian Cranston as much as how they wrote Zordon. Yeah. In he's kind of a so his thing was like the, the premise of this reboot is he was a Red Ranger and the Power Rangers are like this they go on forever mm-hmm. and like there's always them and they're protecting the universe or whatever. Yeah. He was a Red Ranger who was his Power Ranger group got killed by Rita okay. and he like. Put himself into the cosmos yeah. so he could survive to train the next group of Power Rangers. So he's kind of an asshole. That was kind of fun. Yeah, he's kind of like stop being a bunch of babies. This is just this is your life now. Mm-hmm. They were like chosen by a thing that doesn't make mistakes, kind of like mm-hmm. an inanimate object. Yeah, I was, it was. It was. I mean, it, it was an awful movie. It was not boring, but that is purely because of the age I am and what I watched when I was like eight.
2: Yeah. You know, so you were familiar with Power Rangers before? Yeah, I
3: watched the f- the first two seasons, the, the original Power Rangers when I, when they were live when I was little, and got the, caught up in that crazy fandom that happened. Would the, the
2: movie be more enjoyable or less enjoyable to someone who has never seen a minute of Power Rangers, like myself? It got to be less. I would think. <clears throat> so there's a lot of like paying service to the longtime fans.
3: No, just that you get the. The, the comparison is what's fun. You know what I mean? So that made it fun? I mean, yeah, the story in the original Power Rangers isn't good. It's just, well, the original one just starts off with these five kids who, like, know how to fight. So. Yeah, it's
1: basically just, like, a live-action Captain Planet. The original show doesn't have a
3: backstory. I mean, it does, but it doesn't start with a backstory. You exactly. jump in, and they're already,
0: like, trained and fighting bad guys. Just like the wire drops you in the <laughs> middle.
3: <laughs> so, uh... But, yeah, the, the acting was really, really bad. From the kids, <laughs> um, and Elizabeth Banks was like way too over
0: the top as Rita
3: Repulsa. Rita Repulsa,
0: Rita Skeeter. Isn't uh, Bill Hader Alpha? Bill Hader is Alpha. Does he have the Alpha voice from the? Yeah, it's just
3: as annoying as Alpha. I hated <laughs> Alpha when I was a kid. He was like the the main leaders. He's the like robot butler. Yeah, and he's <laughs> <laughs> he, he is. And every time did, there's any trouble, it's just like, oh no, Rangers! And he's so like the whole movie. movie. <laughs> yeah. Zorda. Yeah, it's it's definitely don't recommend it or uh, or the Great Wall. But if you were a fan of the original, I mean, it was how that's what it was. How how is the, how are the effects with the Zords better than the show? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I would figure, but <laughs> uh, they they were okay. Nothing. Yeah, I mean, they didn't jump out as bad or great. Yeah, that's kind of what the movie was. I think I gave it two stars on Letterboxd, just because it was like. The most middle of the road mm-hmm. pulled on my memories, but that's about it. I'm trying to take them. The, uh, the uh, <laughs> what were the what were the what uh, were the the bad guys called? The first round the they had to fight. Putties, yeah, buddy. Are um, putties in the movie? Do they still walk around? Going,
0: Whoo! No, they're
3: like uh, they're like made out of stone and they kind of hover around. They're
1: way different. Huh. They're, they were made out of some material. Because wouldn't they break apart? Yeah. Like because things? I remember the, the terrible joke from the TV show is one of them I think maybe the Yellow Ranger goes like kicks one and it explodes and she goes that's the way the putty crumbles.
2: <laughs>
3: uh, you did have a cameo by Amy Joe Johnson and Green slash White slash Red Ranger guy. Nice. Whatever he was. Jason something. Yeah. No his brass. <laughs> they were in the end like when the Megazord is finishes. It also just plays the, the formula of the show. It's, it's like an hour and 20 minute TV show. Nice. Um, but when the Megazord finishes, they're like, it's not even like they're hitting, it zooms in on them too and they're like filming it with their phones. God, going to when the Megazord finishes. <laughs> yeah. Put the Zorda! It gets the, the putty everywhere.
0: Was that Zord white before?
3: But yeah, other than that and We've said, finishing the, the run of The Office with Cass. Have y'all, I know you're watching it too, David.
0: We just got to the part where, spoiler alert, Michael leaves for okay. Colorado. I blew
3: through it the past couple of weeks, but uh, the last half of the ninth season is so good. And the last, the last, the two hour long specials at the very end are amazing.
2: It finishes strong, I think. Yeah. That's, that's it for me. I think I watched some other stuff, but I can't remember. It wasn't memorable. Yeah, I just remembered I watched Independence Day too. I'm no. Sorry. Also, Independence Day. Also, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean,
1: Independence Day. The sequel is called Resurgence. Yeah. Have you, Have you seen
2: that yet? Also? I started watching it six months ago and fell asleep and decided not to return not to that. It. I did that with the Warcraft movie. I watched like ninety <laughs> minutes of it and I was like, no, I just, I, no. I'll probably give it another shot at some point, but man, it just looked it was rough it's so bad it was, yeah it was really bad
1: yeah that was when I was watching all of the <clears throat> HBO movies no all, all of the movies that the certain guilds had broken the nominations down to like well uh, here's our first 20 and it was in effects and I watched you know a lot of movies in that list because mm-hmm. I figured you know well five of these are making it so mm-hmm. and I can watch a lot of them right now and Independence the Resurgence True. was on there and it was just it's just garbage it's just absolutely like it's just fucking bad.
3: Mm. I do you feel bad that I make the Power Rangers as bad as the Great Wall? Because I really don't. I feel like the Great Wall is way worse. <laughs> <laughs> but they deserve their ratings. That's how the putty crumbles. I've seen a, i have seen I think fourteen twenty seventeen movies Maybe. for six months. Give you you like three, a top yeah. three for the year. i got yeah. It's uh, Get Out.
2: That's good. We're at the halfway point of the year. You said Colossal was a Colossal, there. and
3: then uh, Logan is my soul. four and a half. So our sp- a split I gave four two. That's next, and then a-, a bunch of three and threes, because it's what most movies are. Yeah.
2: <laughs> For me, Get Out's a clear number one. I don't know, maybe Wonder Woman two, unless there's something I'm forgetting. I haven't seen Wonder Woman
3: yet. I'm sure it'll be up there too. Oh, I want to see that. Yeah. Kong
2: Skull Island was pretty fun. I don't know. I haven't seen many like good movies from from 2017 yet. So yeah, all the three are and and out yet.
3: It was like John Wick two, Guardians of the Galaxy two, Free Fire, Kong, Alien Covenant. Those are all just like solid,
2: good work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not the mummy. I know the mummy's <laughs> not in the top three.
0: Process of elimination.
2: We
3: almost went to the drive-in to see Baby Driver, and it was paired with the mummy. It was like so. It's like buy one movie, get one movie, and then get to watch the
0: mummy too. <laughs> is that it? Yeah. I'll go ahead. and Go. I've seen one movie and then some TV shows. One movie I saw. It's recently on Netflix. Is Moana. Ooh. Moana.
1: Consider the coconut. The what?
0: <laughs> I like uh, it, was it was good. It was just a typical Disney movie for me, but uh, music's real strong. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I agree with you guys we're talking, you know, when you guys saw it at the time of the Oscars, but Jermaine Clement as the crab yeah. is great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. His yeah. little David Bowie. Uh-huh. I'm shiny. That's <laughs> a really cool uh, sequence, too. How he, his shell's glittering in the cave, underwater cave. Yeah,
3: yeah, it seems really pretty good. impressive. Yeah, I've talked to some people that, but most people I feel like think that movie's. Like, you know solid like B plus Disney movie a couple people freak out about it I think it's like yeah the best thing ever yeah Kelly's
1: really mm-hmm. big on Moana yeah and I thought it was really good but yeah. not I I, I I like it enough to understand that people can love it yeah I can see that yeah
0: so yeah I, I, I thought Mulan was, was fun
1: yeah the voice of the lead is really good too yes
3: yeah.
0: she was great at the ceremony yeah, the Oscars she's here. one of the stars of the Oscars. Oh, she does other stuff. Um, besides that, I saw a bunch of TV. I'm not going to spend too much time on any one of them. I'm figuring no one caught up on Fargo. Nope. Just had its finale <laughs> about a, a week ago or so. Is it worth watching at this point? <laughs> Finale's really good. The last three episodes are amazing. Oh,
1: yeah? They're always, they're, they're always really strong.
0: Yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah. We, we talked about this last time. It ends on kind of a open-to-interpretation, Inception-type scene. You may have seen a piece on it online or something. All the other, the two other Fargo finales were pretty conclusive and the story was done.
3: Yeah.
0: So it was just a different look. I think uh, it didn't change my mind, but I think I'm still season two, then one, then this one. But it finishes as a pretty good Fargo season, which still makes it some of the best TV out there. Nice. nice. And Mary Elizabeth Winstead is the MVP for the season. I think Billy Bob's probably that for the first I gonna, season. I was going to suggest yeah. that. And uh, I think for the second season, probably Bokeem Woodbine, the African-American gangster. Oh, yeah. Who's like uh, real verbose. is real fun. Mm-hmm. But um, so that finished. The last couple of weeks, I've been watching the new season of Orange is the New Black. Does anyone keep up with that at all? I've I quit. I mean, I I'll never go back. I'm pretty sure. I quit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is the season that's doing it for Allison and I. Because this season's just real bad. This is the season where there is a prison riot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's, you know, I think it's been off the rails, but it's really apparent how sloppy and poorly written and lazy some of the writing is on the show. Yeah. Because I still like the characters, but there's just lines they do that, that are completely interchangeable and like there's, don't consider anyone's history when giving people lines. It's yeah, like, yeah. I haven't heard from this person in a while. I don't know. I don't have a great example, but there's some like pop culture reference that some skinhead who was a Mennonite will say, and it's like, how is it? <laughs> plausible at all this person would have seen like this this movie for this pop culture reference yeah right and uh yeah I think I'm done forever on it yeah <laughs> um besides that I saw um finale of uh Silicon Valley and Veep yep those ended a little bit ago
3: so I'm gonna blow through the Silicon Valley
0: season at some point soon yeah in one sitting probably yeah as far as Veep goes I just I don't think I didn't really like the season yeah yeah, I think I think there's a pretty clear change. Like last season was last season was pretty good. I think it was finishing up an idea that Armando Iannucci had. But this season, I really felt his departure. And I think I'm alone for a lot of this because all the critics are like, with, you know, picking up without a hitch and you know, great season hmm. stuff. But I think like this showrunner's a veteran of Seinfeld and like Curb and some classic comedy. Mm-hmm. I just think kinda of season completely missed for me. It's funny in parts, but I just didn't like the story at all. But like Silicon Valley quite a bit. Yeah. It may be one of my favorite shows on T V. Just thinking about it. Nice.
1: It's um, the one we look we look most most forward to.
0: Yeah. I think I just love the uh the friendship and the interaction the main characters have. It's Jared great J- job Jared with that Jared
1: was uh Zach Woods was phenomenal this season yeah
0: he was he was amazing yeah
1: I I know we we talked about it I think two weeks ago or maybe three weeks ago his uh his Ed Chambers yeah (laughs) (laughs) hey you breached Ed go for (laughs) Ed shut the fuck up (laughs) you you old douchebag
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah they should have that would have been fun to have that in a couple episodes yeah but um yeah it'll be interesting next year you know there's a high profile departure of TJ Miller yeah that's been kind of crazy his his uh not crazy I guess more honest than anybody ever really is, you know yeah. why he was leaving it. Yeah, he kind of threw. He really doesn't like Alec Berg, who creates it, mm. and kind of calls out Thomas Middleditch a little bit, which is weird because I think I thought they're all buddies. Yeah, but I don't know. Could be good with his his character is pretty unnecessary in that show. Mm. Has been for a couple seasons. Maybe some more uh, space in the show opens up for the characters that are there. Yeah, if it could be more Jared, then I'm for it. Yeah. So that's me. What you
1: watch, Chris? watched uh, season five of House of Cards. Oh, yeah? Huh. Alright, so what's in the news? Uh, <laughs> I'm really over that show.
3: Yeah, I am too. Can I, I have stopped and quit with that, too. Like, and I've quit like season two. See, like, I was quit, fine. Not,
1: like, you know, season one where he's the whip, you know, that was really interesting. Yeah. Season two where he's got the plot to take the, the vice president down and seat himself there. Mm-hmm. But then, like, everything after that has been so fucking unnecessary. Yeah. It's like, Frank Underwood can get away with anything. Just any constitutional violations, any, anything. Like, there's a hit piece out in the, the, like, Washington Post talking, detailing exactly how he murdered a woman. uh, Had someone else murdered. Like, this isn't, you know, Seth Rich bullshit now, where people are like, you know, internet sleuths are piecing things together. This is like, journalists who have, like, police reports who are like, Hey Frank Underwood, we know you killed these people. <laughs> no one's doing anything about it. Like, no, no one cares. It's just—I mean, <laughs> m- maybe it's too true to life, and that's why it pisses me off. <laughs> but it's, it's hard to have stakes like that in the show. Right. It's—it's it's the reason why I stopped watching *Californication*. It's—I mm-hmm. don't want to watch a show where, like, every episode, you know, there's some like crazy hijinks the main character gets into with zero consequence. Mm-hmm. yeah it's kind
3: of a with Californication too and I love the first few seasons though. oh yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah me too
1: but like the biggest threat is like will Claire leave Frank and it's like I don't give a shit like she could leave him and he's still gonna be the same weirdo and abuse power and talk southern at them <laughs> is there much like international politics even in the show
0: no aren't they still doing the election in the show yes like that I feel like that was started like two seasons ago yeah
1: it's just you know I watched the whole season so I'm pot committed I'll probably watch the next one but I might just stop. I do recommend the original if y'all ever get around to it. It's really good.
0: Oh, the BBC one. Yeah. I thought it, about it. Wasn't it just
1: like one season and then? Or yeah. Two it was seasons.
3: Like, maybe it was three seasons, but it yeah. was you know non-45 minute episodes. Yeah. yeah. Or whatever.
1: BBC format. Right. It's. I, I I guess my main complaint with House of Cards is that. I feel like they had a story to tell with Seasons 1 and Season 2. And after that, they were writing them ad hoc and just, you know, tacking mm-hmm. them on. Like, well, what should, like, what's the next goal for him to respond? I mean, he's the fucking president. Like, That's so, kind of uh, how I felt with uh, beat, too. Yeah. Let us, like, the story
3: stop being one that I cared about after a couple seasons. Yeah. I was really into it for 25 episodes, and I didn't stop watching it, I just stopped remembering that I was
1: watching it. Does that make sense?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to go sit-down and watch it now, because I'm right. bored.
1: But, yeah, once, like, once, it's, I mean, the, the show's, it's, it's what is Frank Underwood's next move, and when you're president, like, I don't know, is he going to, like, run for, like, dictator of the world? Like, yeah, you just retire.
0: And also with the underpinnings that his, whatever his next move is, there's no consequences if it goes good, bad, or indifferent. Yeah. So it's, like, basically putting a thumb in your eyes
1: if you were. <laughs> yeah. So... I watched that, which was kind of a downer, but pick us back up. Happy to get through it. I watched Glow, and I really like Glow. Yeah. It's the same uh, EP as Orange is the New Black, uh, Jenny Cohen. Mm-hmm. It's just, I mean, it's it's really fun, and it's... Alison Brie is great in it. Um, her female co-star, who I don't remember her name. Betty Gilpin? Yeah. She's phenomenal in it. Uh, Red Blonde? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Rich Summer's in it. Like, the... the 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 whole cast the the ensemble is fantastic. Um, it was a great ensemble cast. Standouts of Brian, uh, your your buddy, mm-hmm. not your buddy, but Mark Maron. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, the, the role was written for Marin or yeah. Marin was just you know available that day, and they heard him com- recording a podcast in his car. They're like, "You get in here," because mm-hmm. um, he's just himself. I never watched the uh, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling back in the late seventies, early eighties. Uh, and I haven't seen the documentary, but I probably will after this. Because I guess the the writers of the show, they set out to make a TV show about strong women. And then they just randomly happened upon the documentary from 2005-2007. And they were like, we need to make this into a TV show. Wow. It makes for good TV. Oh, yeah. It is a very solidly above average show so far for me. Mm-hmm. It's it keeps- nothing,
3: nothing like... Wow, this is amazing! Is ever happening? I think the dialogue's just solid.
0: Yeah, I think we're five or six episodes in, and what's been impressive is like each episode is better than the last one I've Mm -hmm. seen. Yeah, not not just like you know it's backloaded and you get through the first five or something like that, but it just keeps the world keeps opening up, and as the ensemble opens up to each other, and really enjoyable show.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's a show that at its heart is about companionship amongst this group of. Misfits, mm-hmm.
0: um, I'm finding your voice a little bit. Yeah,
1: so it's really heartwarming. There's there's definitely some some lows. Uh, they do one episode. I'm not going to spoil it for anyone. Uh, they do one episode where they handle a controversial topic. I think really deftly and kind of taking something that is normally a very very sitcom issue and making it like underplaying it appropriately. But yeah, I recommend it to anyone. You don't have to like wrestling. Uh, you know. It's real good. I've watched more wrestling and glow than I have in my life. <laughs> good to know. It's interesting as, you know,
0: we watched wrestling growing up. Yeah. I always like beyond the mat and other documentaries like that. The behind the scenes stuff was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. The the heel and face stuff and the, you know, the partnership for moves and stuff, mm-hmm. you know. I got another kind of kick out of that, but the show's pretty good without that too.
1: Yeah. I always go to the the wrestling event at DragonCon. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Feel bad in hindsight because I always end up heckling. Because you're supposed to. That's that's part of wrestling. Yeah, they're trying to draw your ire or your praise. Um, But they they go to like a local area wrestling competition, Uh, (laughs) and there's it's it's just the 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 thing. One of the things that's really funny about Glow is, I mean, they're not really poking fun at it because they have to embrace it to make the TV show. But uh, the stereotypes in wrestling. So, like, Mark Maron's brought on as a writer, and he writes this, like, ridiculous, almost like trauma Mm -hmm. script for the story of all the wrestlers, Uh, and then they bring in a producer who's like, you, you're Asian, you'll be a fortune cookie, you'll fight with swords. (laughs) <laughs> like like you where are you from and she's like I'm from Lebanon he's like alright you're Middle Eastern you're a terrorist <laughs> <laughs> uh, but when they go to the local area wrestling it's like Mr. Monopoly versus Steel Horse yep <laughs> just like a pompous money bags versus a cowboy the hero for
0: the American yeah. worker <laughs> Steel Horse yeah
1: rides in on a motorcycle fight wrestles in jeans it's it's really good though it's a it's a, it's a quick watch and yeah did, as you said you know, it, 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 it each episode gets better and they build well on each other, so mm-hmm. you'll burn through it. Um, oddly, after I started,
3: there was a where we run a rerun of radio lab on NPR. Um, the episode's called the La Mancha Screwjob, but mm-hmm. it talks about the Montreal Screwjob, the yeah. Bret Hart, like Shawn
0: Michaels one, yeah. It's a really fun
3: read or listen if you want to look up that mm-hmm. from somebody who has never watched a second of actual wrestling. It was really interesting. I think the actual incident's called the Montreal Screwjob, though. Mm-hmm. It's got a Wikipedia page, it's fun
1: to read. Crazy, crazy craziness. That's pretty much what I watch I've been playing the same two games You guys have heard about them Dead Cells? Dead Cells I don't know if I talked about it last time But I, I made it through a run
3: You did, yeah
1: Yeah and I watched them and... play it for a little
3: while The game is very complicated for a game like, <laughs> Designed like that mm. mm-hmm. Player around So much
1: What's your high finish? Still haven't Still haven't got that chicken dinner They just released an update though So
0: yeah, You can do custom modes yeah. I saw in the uh, Polygon just, team.
3: Just, just yeah.
1: you versus like Adam and <laughs> then you can win. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <laughs> yeah, they I have seen a couple where they do like a fifty versus fifty mm-hmm. or squads of six. Or there's one popular one right now. It's uh they're actually making it into a formal game type that's a zombie mode where there's six people who have who can who have who can pick up guns and the other ninety four uh, have to remain uh, unarmed and it's ninety four versus six <laughs> and they have to use the ninety four have to use melee weapons. Mm-hmm.
2: Cool. Uh, yeah. It seems seems interesting. I don't know. Nice. News. Breezy. I think I need to go get you a News.
0: Breezy. Breezy. On, on the streets. The streets. On the, on Breezy. the streets. Breezy. <laughs> god damn it. <laughs>
1: Sometimes I want to eat poison.
0: <laughs> uh, I got some stuff. We start off breezy on the streets with... Libs. <laughs> so, uh, trailers. We start off breezy on the streets. Anyone see any trailers? Death Note. Death Note came out?
1: No, but the Netflix is doing a, a Death, <laughs> no, the death trailer. Note trailer. Yeah. Yeah. They're doing a hour and 50 minute movie on Netflix. Yeah. Isn't Willem Dafoe supposed to be a... Uh, what what's his name? Uh, it's, it's he's the demon. Yeah, yeah.
0: Kind of looks like him before, even yeah. Before I mean, when 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 <laughs> the manga <laughs> when the manga
1: came out, people were like, you know, dreamcasting him because he just looks like him. But the trailer looks cool. I mean, it's probably not going to be very good. It's, ca- it's hard. Kinda, it's hard to take that live action.
0: The director has some good stuff. He's, he did, um, you guys ever see the movie The Guest? It's got like Dan Stevens from, oh, yeah. Ab- from uh, I almost said Abbey Road, from and Abbey and <laughs> Legion. But
2: that movie was really good. Yeah, it yeah, was fun.
0: Both fun the movie. But I think he also did um, the Blair Witch new movie. Oh, that's not as fun. <laughs> yeah, so, you never know. Maybe this is more inspirational material. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just, we'll see. Yeah. Jumanji trailer came out. Kind of clarifying what universe it exists in.
3: Is it a sequel? It's a standalone sequel. Okay, which is what?
0: No, I think because
3: Split ties into the first one. This does not at all. This is standalone sequel. Isn't a movie that you can watch by itself. It's a movie that is. It's like the Ghostbusters with the females was a standalone sequel. Oh, okay. Not the same universe. Not a reboot. Standalone sequel. I read all about it yesterday. <laughs> oh, this is really complicated. Yeah, this
2: <laughs> seems complicated. Yeah? It's not.
3: If, if a movie is a continuation of the story, it's a sequel. If it starts over, it's a reboot. Anything else is a standalone sequel.
1: What if it's a remake? I'm just... <laughs> I mean Okay,
0: yeah. <laughs> I got it. it. Seems pretty easy to me. <laughs> but <laughs> this time instead of a board game, it's a video game. Right. And they're they're in the avatars of these people, which Yeah. It explains um, the, the outfits that people were freaking out about when mm-hmm. they first started seeing screenshots. Of yeah, the, 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 the girl. Sexist outfit for Karen Gillum. It's because, you know, in a video game, the characters traditionally are dressed like that. Right. Because mm-hmm. of that sexism. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it looks you know it's fun. Probably catch it on HBO. Eventually. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to go see it in the theaters. It's good
1: to see that Jack Black's still getting work.
0: That's true. He does kind of exclusively kids' movies now.
1: Yeah. Not that I'm going to talk, go, go back into it, but I recently rewatched Be Kind Rewind. Mm-hmm. That movie does not get enough praise. I love that movie. So, it's a lot of fun. Weird little movie. N- never seen it.
3: I laughed out loud several times. Yeah. Before the moments of the movie where you're supposed to laugh out loud, I think. I still mm-hmm. think most stuff on the phone saying they said the same thing about Laserdisc is mm-hmm. hilarious. <laughs> like you can tell everybody on the phone is saying. DVDs, man. VHSs are done. They said the same
0: thing about LaserDisc. <laughs> <laughs> Any of the trailers? I didn't see it, but the new trailer for uh, Greatest Showman on Earth, the Hugh Jackman musical coming out on Christmas. Yeah. Out. It
2: looks good. P.T. Barnum? Yeah. 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 Nice. Is there a director on that? you remember? I
0: don't know. <laughs> I, I don't remember. But I think that... If I, I think I'm right that the La La Land music guys are doing the music for it. Yeah. The lyricists, I don't know about... Oh, I don't yeah. think it's the same... Composer.
2: Oh, but it is the lyricist. Yeah. I think this so. name's Justin, too, but it's not Hurwitz. I forget what his name is. It's really close to that. Yeah. Justin Hurwitz. <laughs> Got it.
0: Hurwitz. Oh, and the trailer for Wet Hot American Summer 10 years later came out. Oh, yeah. Looks like fun. I'll definitely watch that. Yeah. Do you guys see the, the prequel Wet Hot American Summer mm-hmm. on Netflix?
3: Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> I mean, I don't think either one of those are like in my top anything but they're fun to watch mm. the original movie or the, the prequel
0: I love the original movie and we're getting a uh, slow rollout of new Game of Thrones trailers and teasers coming out
3: oh we, yeah. yeah we haven't talked about the crazy ones
1: we haven't talked about the newest uh, Game of Thrones trailer it was really good hit the ground running that yeah. mm-hmm. there's uh, that, that Game of Thrones YouTube channel that where the guy like breaks everything down I watched his breakdown of the trailer mm-hmm. and uh, one of the things that he thinks might be hinted at is Clagane Bowl might might be back ah, on the books. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be intense. Yeah.
0: And what's his name, Dondarrion with the flaming sword? Yeah, yeah. Th- oh, that's Thoros. Thoros
2: Dondarrion. Oh no, Is that Thor- his last name.
1: Thoros of Mir had yeah. the flaming sword. Yeah, but it was Barrack. No, it was Thoros who was using it, who was wielding it. Yes, but yeah, no,
2: no. Barrack has the eye patch.
1: Right, Barrack was- Dondarrion. So yeah. Barrack, yeah, so Barrack had Thoros's. Yes, yeah. Thoris is the drunk who brings him right. back to life. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's it's cool. There at the wall, the Bannerman, lots of stuff.
0: Very really, really close now. Just like two weeks away.
1: Yeah, we'll be on vacation. Yeah. Um, I was just scrolling through. There. Is, I don't know if you're done with trailers, but sure. This was a busy week. Bad Moms is getting a sequel. That trailer came out. Uh, Bad Moms Christmas. Did you see it? No. That was good. I yeah.
0: I like the people involved.
1: Yeah, it was. Uh,
3: it surprised me how good it was. It was fun. Cassandra even liked it, which is rare for her in those kind of Ooh. movies.
1: Uh, Pitch Perfect 3, got its first trailer. Um, I thought the second one was pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. the second was pretty bad. Because I really liked the first one. I was surprised you... how much I liked the first one. Those movies one. are going to make money forever. Oh, yeah. Especially, they're so cheap to make. Jake Gyllenhaal movie, Stronger. I know nothing about it, but there's a trailer out for it.
0: Yeah, that's the uh, Boston Marathon bombing movie.
1: Oh. I thought
3: it was a Kelly Clarkson movie.
2: I feel like he's in a lot of movies That's in the intro with, He's in a lot of movies lately with generic titles Like what's the one where it's uh, It's about his like life after a divorce or something Life after a divorce No but it's, it's one word It's like Demolition Demolition uh, yeah, yeah there's right. Demolition And then he's in Southpaw And yeah. mm-hmm. Stronger These are all the same movies well, When you've
1: got <laughs> when you, when you a name like Hall, You find the uh, I guess like Nightcrawler could be
0: anything could be X-Men, could be... <laughs> Someone just stays up late. Watch the
1: thinking it was X-Men. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> it was a split-style mm-hmm. prequel to a Nightcrawler yeah. movie. Um, and then just two more. Uh, uh, Jackie Chan's new movie. Uh, it looks pretty good. The, the Foreigner? Yeah, The Foreigner. Hmm. I didn't want to get that wrong. <laughs> and then... Uh, yeah, Jackie Chan. It then,
0: looks like he's doing some actual acting in it. Like, I mean, he's not a
1: bad actor. No. He just, oh, he's a good actor. He you know, was often hamstrung by his inability to speak English with ease mm-hmm. back when he was getting the ability to write, direct, and star in movies like Who Am oh, I? Sure. Yeah. Um, and not just typecast as you know comedy buddy. But, and then the other movie that got a trailer is, uh, uh, I know fans have been clamoring for it, uh, a new installment in the Chucky series. <laughs> nice. What's yeah. this one called? The Cult of Chucky. Right. I feel like they must have done that by now even like uh, for like a horror movie that
3: was like absurd and kind of funny to begin with Mm -hmm. they definitely went more absurd and more funny with each movie right (laughs) but the last one was a straight comedy that's like there's no horror elements in that movie at all was the last one Brown Chucky actually that's what I'm
0: talking about I don't even know if it's the most recent
3: no idea
1: I think those movies are fucking stupid they are really (laughs) yeah sorry to hijack your trailer seg
0: no I appreciate I I like a hijack Mm -hmm. this is everyone's Breezy on the streets. <laughs> Everyone but <butt brags. laughs> <Except> Brett, <laughs> Except Breezy.
2: <laughs> can, can I come in now? <laughs> you have anything? No.
0: All right, well then, no, you cannot come in. But I have 14 things. Um, we're, we're what's good. been interesting is it happened a couple weeks ago, but there's been a slow rollout, again, of news about the background. Is Lord Miller dropping out of the Han Solo movie? It's kind of become, like, a huge story at this point. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of crazy when it happens, and then uh you know Ron Howard came in as kind of a steady hand, kind of knows George Lucas and Kathleen Kennedy to do it, but now the all the sources saying about what was going on, and there was one article it's like everybody applauded when they said Lord and Miller were fired yeah. like all the all the crew Alden Ehrenreich saying that his character was going into like ace Ventura territory for how it was being handled, and oh. They were tossing out the Lawrence Lawrence Kasdan script and just to ta- you know doing lines, you know, just yelling lines from behind the camera. Yeah. Which Lawrence Caston didn't like. Well, yeah. It's just kinda it, it seems kinda unprecedented how far it got. In that I mean I'll let you guys you know, I want to know your guys' opinions on it, but the the kind of spin offs, the reason for it was to get different kinds of takes on Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. It seems like with both tries they have taken it away from the directors that they chose, knowing their material. Because Rogue One got taken away, and Tony Gilroy did a bunch of reshoots and reframe the tone. And now this is going to be even more drastic. I think it's interesting.
3: Yeah, I don't, I don't really get it. I mean, I understand bringing in Ron Howard, especially because I mean they're damn near, I mean, they're probably pretty close to post production if they were on schedule from the beginning. You know, from what I heard, they've they been they had shooting like for three months. weeks left. Uh, so bring in somebody who can just do it, you know what I mean? But. I don't, uh, yeah, I'm kind of with David, I don't, I don't understand. it. I'm sure they'll be fine, it just sounds like it's going to be boring though.
2: Um, I was never, this was my least interesting Star Wars movie yeah. from the moment it was announced. For sure. Because I've already seen young Han Solo, it's called A New Hope, yeah. Star Wars, he's not old in that movie. Right. I don't, I don't need to know, this is going back to the, the issue with the prequels. I don't need to know how ice cream's made to right. enjoy ice cream. Yeah.
0: I'd almost be more interested in the Boba Fett story because you know less about him. And,
1: sure, and it's so it's so bland what they do in the prequels, just like talking mm-hmm. about like the origins of like Django and Boba. Yes,
2: you know, an, an, an honest take at that might be better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, do you really need to? I mean, you you get all of Han Solo's backstory that you need. Don't you want to see him do the Kessel Run? If that's
0: in that movie, that's going
2: to be Rely, Rely. How about the, offensive. Yeah, I mean it, you know they're going to have the game of uh whatever the card game is, I forget oh, what it yeah. is, that where where he, where he the, wins the Millennium Falcon yeah. to land it from Lando. And that's just going to be I don't know. Yeah.
0: One, one thing I was excited about was Don Glover as Lando just cuz I really
2: like him. Yeah. 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 I'm not thrilled about this movie. I I'm that. not I'm not
3: a big fan of any of the ones they were talked they had talked about doing. Uh the origin stories from Star Wars. I always want there to be more like canon on Yoda, but I don't really need a movie, you know? Right. I just want to know more about him because he is not young when you see him for the first time. He's
2: like nine hundred years old. Or <laughs> yeah, just tell new stories. Tell new stories with new characters. But, I don't know. Yeah. This the universe sells itself. Yeah. It's like are you, people not going to go see a Star
0: Wars. It's universe. recognizable IP without these ex- exact character that that's in it.
3: Well, to that point, why are you getting rid of? Directors, you know what I mean? Left and right. What? P-R-Y, are People are people not going to see a Star Wars movie? I'm saying. I'm not arguing with you. I'm saying you're making that point of why the hell would you get rid of them? Because they're going to make another one that's the same, I feel like. I think, uh, I'm worried that Force Awakens was too much of a hit. And what happened with Force Awakens is they're like, yeah, just stay on track.
2: Well, they want to make them good because a, you know, a bad movie... I'm not saying make any quality movie. I'm just saying you don't have to go with the most recognizable faces and characters for the franchise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand.
3: And I'm saying something different, which is why get you know, why bring in somebody who's a buddy with the producer on the first film because you think the second film is too different. I'm not arguing with anybody here, I'm just asking the question. Like I feel like they're bringing in somebody who's as like vanilla as you can get for a director, who's right. a buddy with the producers mm-hmm. who made a Force Awakens and it's gonna end up being a very, very similar movie and I didn't have a problem with Force Awakens retelling the first story when I saw it, but I might might have a problem if they do that again.
0: I can see your point. Like, the spinoffs were kind of announced before Force Awakens came out and they maybe rethought it that they're more dedicated to conserving the brand because that's what it sounds like Uh, any of the interviews with Kathleen Kennedy is they didn't think it was on brand for, you know, the Star Wars name rather than, you know, making different movies. So maybe just feel more Intense about preserving the brand than telling the most interesting stories in that universe. Yeah, which you know they're talking. I mean, this is like billions and billions of dollars. So
2: right. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 been the the news has been rough about Han Solo. Yeah.
0: On the other hand, it sounds like everything's going great on the um, Last Jedi. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> that is the and director hi- I've. Always been most trusting in for uh, the movie they were attached to was Ryan Johnson. Yeah, uh, I love Ryan Johnson yeah.
0: doing the Empire of the series. You know, the, the middle one. Mm-hmm.
1: There was there was some news about uh, Mark Hamill disagreeing about how how he was being used in the story. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- it made fan, fans a little anxious.
2: I think um, he was. It was had to do more with Force Awakens, right?
1: I thought that was. I thought that was all the talk around Last Jedi.
2: I think he said something. I don't. I don't know. There, there might be talk about Last Jedi. I did hear that he was disappointed he didn't have a scene with Harrison Ford. Mm. Okay, in, and he thought that they should have been reunited, and then had Han killed in some like right after the reuniting of the team or mm. whatever. He was disappointed that they never got to see his his old friend again. Okay
1: and also never trust anything Mark Hamill says he's like a master level troll yeah like he <laughs> that's true he is constantly trying to misdirect on you know any project he's in so but interesting though Star Wars movies will come out we will all watch them, them yeah, all long, watch them yeah I'll
2: go see Han Solo yep you don't have to we'll go with you
0: <laughs> it's something he's got to do on his own Chris
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyone got any other news they want to talk about
1: no not
2: really we're smoking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that awesome Han Solo I bet that'll what's, be in Han Solo. Yeah. What's coming
0: out this weekend? Don't we do Best Bet? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so we didn't have a Best Bet. This is going to be complicated. A Best Bet for this weekend from last weekend's <laughs> podcast. So, uh, But we would have said Baby Driver. I really want to see that.
1: Yeah. It looks really good. At least half reviews. of us are going to go see it. Can we go over the goals again of why we talk about these? Are we, are we picking what we think is going to be the best movie? or yeah, uh, that's yeah, what we're, we're recommending
2: to our to our listeners what they should go see if they're headed to the cinemaplex? But right. we haven't seen them yet. Yeah, right. we're, yeah, we're you know, basing what, on just our guesses.
0: What would be the most interesting to you to see? Yeah. Um, of everything coming out this weekend.
3: So this weekend we've got, there's really only one big release. Although the big six hitting wide release.
0: Yeah, awesome movie.
3: Looks good.
1: And Homecoming. Spider-Man. Oh yeah. This weekend.
0: That'll probably be the big one.
1: But Skip Spider Man, go see the big sick. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Kimel Nangiani, like Ray Romano, all those guys are making the podcast rounds right now. Like, going to everyone's podcast talking about the movie. Mm-hmm. It's making me pretty excited for it. Yeah, also, I'm really I'm, excited to see it. I also really want to see, I think it's already out this weekend, but the Beguiled, Sofia Coppola one. It'd be fun to see in the cinema. I bet it's, like, a gorgeous looking movie. Yeah, but we're
3: getting up to uh Oscar season before too long.
1: Fuck oh, me. Yep. September. I mean, stuff Dun- coming Dun- up in.
3: Dunkirk's coming out. July, I think, isn't
0: it? Is it July yeah. or August? It's, July. it's
3: like late July, which is crazy because guaranteed to get something. I'm sure the movie's going to be technically proficient. It's yeah.
2: it's only a limited release, but there's a, another movie coming out this weekend that I'm at least interested in based on the uh, the really entertaining trailer for it. I saw a long time ago. A ghost story. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, that one yeah. looks cool. <laughs> looks really weird. Sheet. It's <laughs> <That's> Casey Affleck. <laughs> yeah,
3: that's a ghost. Uh, and Rudy Mara. Mm-hmm. So if that's near you. Check that out, too. If you live in New York and L.A., for all those right. New York and L.A. podcast listeners. You never know. But a, a Big Six should be around now. It had a limited release. They didn't know how it was going to do, and it did so well that they, they, they blew it up. So
0: yeah, I'm probably more excited for that than Spider-Man. i got to be honest. I am,
3: for sure. Yeah.
0: Uh, I'm more excited for Spider-Man.
3: One Spider-Man and three Big Six? I'm more
0: excited for the Spider-Man video game than the Spider-Man movie. Yeah, that looks fun.
3: Yeah, I'm more excited for an actual Spider-Man than either one. I'm more excited, <laughs> excited for Spider-Man.
0: <laughs> Alright, so that's it. <laughs> this was Talking Talk, the podcast for The Media By Us. Please visit the site and see our stuff. Connect with us. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Funniest line in the script. Connect with <laughs> us. Uh,
0: Twitter at The Media By Us. Email the media by us at gmail.com Facebook groups are Movies By Us, TV By Us, Games By Us. Self-explanatory. We would love to hear from you for any podcast topics. Please subscribe to the podcast and give it the most...
1: Accurate rating. Accurate rating it
0: currently deserves.
1: This one, probably about a three. (laughs) We're not resting on our loyals. (laughs) Our Our loyals. (laughs)
0: Laurels. Lawyers? (laughs) We are resting on our lawyers. But, yeah, all that stuff, I always say. And thanks again to the Willow Walkers for providing the intro music. Thanks will be in the show notes for the outro music. We we'll see what it's going to be.
1: We might have a steady outro lined up. Yep, but We're
0: pretty excited about it. Yeah, don't want to spoil it in case we don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I want to say thanks to Chris. Thanks. Uh, thanks to Brent. Thank and you. Thanks to TJ. Thank you. Thanks to everyone listening to this podcast episode. Oh yeah. <laughs>
2: Carry on. (laughs)